Welcome to episode 24 of the Show Report. I'm Jay Posner. And I'm Jessica Linthorne. And today, well, we've covered a lot of topics, and uh, I think this might be the first time we've covered specifically heritage and uh, the history of Sogging Shores. Yeah. So we've invited, or we've we've have the pleasure of a very special guest, our Vice Deputy Mayor Diane Huber, who's also the chair of Heritage Committee, to tell us about heritage in the town and what it is and what the town is doing is sort of a renaissance uh, of heritage in, in Sogging Shores, it feels like. Well, thanks, Jay. I'm glad to be here. And, and heritage is just part of everything. Um, it's it's uh, the story of, of the community. It's about people. It's about places and spaces and stories. And and it's cultural tradition. So there's a lot of heritage in Sogging Shores, and everybody touches it every day. Yeah, yeah. we have a lot of stories to tell. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I know um, we you know, started the conversation a little bit about about plaques and properties and, and some of the stuff that's out there for people to go and have a look at every single day. But I'm more curious, can you tell us just kind of an overview? Who is the Heritage Committee? What do you, what's the objective of the group? What do you guys do? Well, the Heritage Committee involves two members of council and then uh, five members of the community. And then we have a lot of supportive members of the community who help us with research and they help us out when we're at various events like the Marine Heritage Festival and Pumpkin Fest. And we also help out with the uh, Christmas tour of homes that the Shambets put on. We, we always staff one of the heritage homes. So um, it's a vibrant group of people who all are just passionate about being involved in, in celebrating the mm-hmm. heritage of our community. And what we do is, um, you mentioned property and plaques. Well, um, one of the very obvious things we do is um, throughout the community, a lot of houses have a plaque on them that has a, a date on it and a name and an occupation. Those are property plaques. Homeowners who live in, in houses that are at least 50 years old can apply for okay. a property plaque. They they actually contribute some money towards the plaque, but we do the research on, on the property and um they, they become a nice sort of addition to the, the streetscape when you're walking along. Um, I don't know how many of those plaques we have, but we do have also interpretive plaques um, throughout the town. There are 17 of those, and we're going to be doing two more this year. And I wanted to put out a little challenge to all of your listeners that we have this great email, easy-to-remember email address, heritage at soggingshores.ca, and um, there are 17 interpretive plaques. Um, they tell the story of, of different things throughout uh, Port Elgin, Saugeen Township, and also Southampton. And anybody who takes a picture of themselves at one of the plaques over the next two weeks and sends in that picture to heritage at soggingshores.ca. Uh, well, we have five lighthouse encyclopedias, Great Lakes Lighthouse Encyclopedias, that you could be in line to get one of those. So Perfect. there's a challenge to your, your listeners. Oh, but like th- those you. 17 plaques um, that are out there out um, uh, during this the season, we take them in in the winter to protect them. But we have two more coming out um, this year. Can I talk about those? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. please do. Um, coming up on July the 2nd, um, which is a Sunday, um, in the afternoon from 1.30 to 3 o'clock, we're going to have a special little thing at George Marion Park, which is the park on um, in Southampton that's just um, to the west of the highway on uh, Emerald Drive. So it's near Tim Hortons in Southampton. And we're going to unveil the plaque there that's about the Mosquito Bomber. Southampton's contribution to um, World War II um, was in in many different ways, but one of those ways was Dominion Plywood's factory supplied plywood that was used in the construction of the Mosquito Bomber, which is, um, for many people, one of the best planes that's ever Mm -hmm. flown. And certainly we have um, a great Southampton story to tell there. And, And the mayor, 
his dad worked um, at the factory, Councillor Matheson, his, his uh, ancestors um, owned the factory. My grandfather worked there too. And we're also going to have some members of uh, Windsor Group that are building, rebuilding a mosquito bomber. They're going to help us out with that. So it'll be a lot of fun. So it's um, 1.30 to 3. The plaque will also actually be unveiled at, at 2 o'clock. The other plaque we're doing this year, we're going to have a nice little celebration in Port Elgin for that down at the harbour. Um, that's on July the 21st, which is a Friday. And it'll be at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's to celebrate um, the Port Elgin Harbour and, and the industrial history of, of that area of Port Elgin. Um, some of the special guests that will be at that are members of the Lock Bluey McLean family. Now, Lachlan McLean was one of the um, very early um, non-native um, settlers of Port Elgin, and uh, his nickname was Lock Bluey. Some of his family members are coming um, to Port Elgin. They're coming from uh, in Western Canada. And, geez, if anybody knows any ancestors that live in the area, we would love mm-hmm. to hear about it again. Heritage at SoggyandShores.ca because <laughs> uh, we'd like to hook you up with some of your relatives from out west. So those are our two plaques for this year. So oh, That's really exciting. And you said there's 17 of them? There are 17 right now. There'll be 19 after these two. Can you rhyme off a few locations? There's one. Is there one at the Captain Spence Path? There's one on the Captain okay. Spence Trail. There's one at... Nodwell Park. Um, there's a couple down at the Long Dock uh, in Southampton. There's one out at Dunblane Church. And, awesome. Um, you know, if you go to the town website and click under um, Community Life on the uh, local heritage thing, you Great. can find out where they all are. And again, if you send in a picture, you might get a book. So. That's awesome. I love <laughs> That'd it. Be fun. I love, yeah, and I know my, my family, it's so funny. My husband actually is the one that out of the two of us, he stops and he reads the plaques. And so now, you know, I follow and I stop and I read them as well. But but that's something that's very interesting to many people and, and residents and visitors alike to come and learn about where you are and, and, and the history of the area and the heritage that, that continues. So that's exciting. And um, Heritage Committee doesn't just help with plaques and interpretation we also celebrate or acknowledge our history in other ways and and so what i've seen and at least and i'd like you to be able to expand on it is uh some of the banners that are appear throughout town and particularly maybe in downtown port elgin but elsewhere other other forms of recognition that the heritage committee sort of um helps facilitate well, um, sure, and we do try and, and recognize heritage um, itself, but also contributions to the promotion of heritage. So one um, annual thing that we do is the Heritage Conservation Award, and um, certainly there'll be some advertising soon about how you can submit a nomination, and we okay. appreciate when people from the community um, let us know who might be a good candidate or a group that might be a good candidate. It's all about contributions to the promotion of heritage and just um, an indication of some past winners. The most recent one was Jeanette Steves and she was recognized for all of her work with uh, the community choir and with music, um, the heritage of music in the community. We've in the past recognized Ken Cassaboy for his work with the um, shipwreck in Southampton, Walter Mikowski who for many, 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 many years has taken care of the clock at the top of the okay. Southampton yeah. Town Hall. Um, John and Marion McDermott here um, in uh, Sogging Township, they restored their now 115-year-old um, home on the 8th concession. It was just a beautiful restoration. They got the award. Audrey Underwood, who just is just a phenomenal person, um, Audrey got it as well. And we also gave uh, the award a couple years ago to St. Paul's Anglican Church in Southampton for their addition 
which is a new addition, but it very much um, looks like it belongs with their Heritage oh, Church. Cool. So it was yeah. a nice, nice blending of old and new. So um, that's one thing that we do. We also um, have a banner project. We haven't had banners put up yet, but we're okay. hopeful this fall. Um, our, our project is a collaborative project with both the Port Algon Legion and the Southampton Legion. And if you were to go and look at the cenotaphs um, in Port Elgin and Southampton, you'd see that there's 76 names there of men who died, um, local local boys from Southampton, Port Elgin, Saugeen Township, and also Saugeen First Nation, who died um, in some way through military action in World War One or World War II. So um, 76 men, we've got 30 photographs that we've been able to find that are um, in, in the appropriate shape to create banners to hang in the downtowns for about uh, three weeks to a month before Remembrance Day. So, um, and our hope is that we'll eventually get all 76 uh, taken care of. So um, there will be um, some communication going out soon in various ways, um, looking for pictures and also some donations. Of course, it's helpful to get a little financial help. Um, the banners, though, there should be at least 30 of them up this fall. So that's another thing that we do. Um, one of the other um, things you mentioned about properties, um, we have 11 designated properties in Saugeen Shores, and a lot of people understand designation as this incredible protection on a building, and it is. Um, five of those 11 properties are actually owned by the town of Saugeen Shores, and one of them is not even a building. It's Nogwell Park. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole idea that heritage is not just a structure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are six residences that are on the designated list, and I'll just mention one. It's at the corner of uh, Morpeth and Huron Streets in South in Southampton, a lot of people would know the cottage perhaps as the Arrow Shirt Family Cottage because mm-hmm. uh, they owned it at one time. It was originally owned by um, William McGregor Lambert, the second lighthouse keeper at Chantry Island. And um, I'll just mention that it was the first stopping point for my great-grandfather when he mm-hmm. landed in Southampton with the railway. He stayed there for a little while. Um, but we do have six uh, designated properties that are residences and again five additional ones owned by the town the other um, listing though is very confusing to some people it's the heritage register Um, so there's designated properties and then there's this thing called the register the register is basically basically just a list of of um, properties or items in the community that have some cultural or heritage significance. So we've done two phases already. We're in the midst of of, uh, phase three right now. We have 120 properties or locations listed on our register. And we've, uh, phase one was homes, churches, and schools. Uh, Phase two was a lot of farms and um, lighthouses, because the range lights, for Mm -hmm. example, in Southampton. Phase three, which we're working on right now, is a lot of um, downtown activity, so businesses and um, properties you would you would um, recognize still in existence today. Um, the the listing on the register though is um, a different kind of protection. It's more a celebration and, and just a recognition that you've got these things in your town. So um, somebody who um, has a property that's on on the register, you know, they can do whatever they want to their mm-hmm. property. If they ever wanted to completely demolish the building, though, um, there is some potential for at least a 60-day delay, mm-hmm. um, which would then enable um, council to say whether or not they'd like to go after designation of a property. I don't think we'd ever do that, but um, it certainly um, is not restrictive on your property mm-hmm. if you're on the list. So um, it's, a, it's a great way to just showcase you got all this cool stuff mm-hmm. in your community. And we do have 120 properties on the list. 
Um, in the province, um, a lot of places um, put properties on a heritage register with absolutely no notice. We've chosen a different approach here. We actually communicate with property owners. We invite them to an open house. Um, we've got the support um, mm-hmm. of everybody there. So somebody who doesn't want to be on the list, we haven't we haven't put them there. So um, it's a it's a nice thing. And all those properties, by the way, are on the website again. Go to Community Life and click on Local Heritage, and and you'll find our list there. So lots of things going on with the Heritage Committee. We do a lot of research, always looking for volunteers um, with research. And um, to that end, we have a workshop coming up. It's not till September, so maybe you'll have me back to talk about that mm-hmm. a little closer. But it's an afternoon thing on a Saturday, and it's um, we've been lucky enough to have the Community Heritage Ontario president, uh, and he's a heritage planner. Don't know if you ever took any heritage planning courses, Jay, in your planning career. Was well, not uh, my forte. Well, you, you should have. Okay. Um, you still can, uh, by extension, from you know somebody who offers those courses. But Wayne Morgan is coming, and uh, again, he's a heritage planner, and he's going to discuss and illustrate various heritage research sources. And so we are hopeful that members of uh, Bruce County Heritage Committees will be there. We've um, invited volunteers connected to the archives at Bruce County and also at Grey Roots and and members of the public can come too so there'll be some publicity about that soon but great way to to find out all these cool ways you can learn about property because you know you think you go you can look at deeds and this sort of thing but you know you can even get into wills and insurance records and just all newspaper stories and obituaries often tell about places in that way too so it's very cool so it'll be fun that is really cool so that workshop is open to the public in September yep Excellent. So we can make sure to uh, include the all of the dates that you mentioned and the times and locations. Um, we'll uh, attach all that information right to the podcast for the listeners. But wow, I'm impressed. You guys are up to a whole lot of stuff, eh? <laughs> and continuous research, like you said. Well, it's it's um, once you get excited, I think about um, old stuff, and it's not yeah. just old buildings. Again, it's yeah. it's uh, about people, places, spaces, and stories, and, and just traditions. It's it kind of just. Everything you see then, you know, it's it's like you bounce off into mm-hmm. uh, uh, some other story. And, and that story then bounces you off in a different direction. So it's, it's kind of never-ending. Um, we have great success when we, we have um, displays at, at public events like Pumpkin Fest. And the one coming up soon is the Marine Heritage Festival. We have a booth. Mm-hmm. And what we put in the booth is, um, among other things, we have boards with photographs. People love looking at old yeah, pictures. Absolutely. And... Um, what we we have, and here's a little hook to maybe get you to come to the Marine Heritage Festival. We, um, you know, in Southampton, we have these heritage sweet treats. Most people know them as great head suckers, but they are heritage candies. So yeah. we, we always manage to get ourselves a little supply of that, of those. And um, what's particularly fun is somebody will come along and they'll go, oh, I remember when I had this as a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they only cost two cents. And, of course, now they cost a lot more in a store yeah. if you buy them. <laughs> But they also are sharing um, their childhood experience, perhaps with their granddaughter yeah. or with, you know, a great niece or, a, you know, some a younger sister or something like that. So it's, it's, that's particularly um, mm-hmm. um, just appealing to all of us to be part of that. Awesome. Pumpkin Fest, too, you know, we um, had some good success last year with we have a button maker, which we share with another department here in the town. And, um, you know, we let kids create a little button. And, yeah. and it's a memento that they'll hang on to from that particular year's visit to Pumpkin Fest. And that's how you build memories is, you know, you you hang on to something that that links you back to an event and you remember who you were with, what you did Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So um, the Heritage Committee, we try and do that too in the Mm -hmm. community. So it's a lot of fun. 
One thing we haven't had any success with yet. I talk a lot, eh? No, this um, is great. Anyway, we, we a couple of years ago, we um, through a couple meetings at council, we got a, a tree sculpture program in place. Okay. And we haven't yet been able to actually have a tree sculpture created, but a lot of people who drive around will know that, um, in particular, Orangeville mm-hmm. has quite a few of them on the street. Yeah. So, um, you know, certainly anybody who has a, a big tree that has to come down or, you know, in some other way is, is losing the top of it, um, there's an interesting opportunity with the town related to tree sculpture. So someday soon we'll get one of those. Um, but we also um, have a great interest in um, what's being built behind the Southampton Fire Hall, um, the little building back there that's going to house the antique fire trucks. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're starting to buzz about how we might be able to get a few of our heritage-interested volunteers to kind of be there a few times to open the doors. I don't know if you've ever been near a fire mm-hmm. hall with kids. Oh, yeah. um, when they see, oh, the doors are open, yeah. it means you can see the trucks up close. So um, it would be really fabulous if occasionally, you know, we could get the doors to the, the new antique fire hall, um, antique fire truck hall, um, mm-hmm. open and let people come in and, and sort of have a look up close at the trucks. And and those trucks, um, there's um, Southampton and I think there's one Port Alga truck too. Um, those trucks tell the story of about 110 years of firefighting history here. That's just these people that get out of bed in the middle of the night and go and just uh, just incredible, yeah, incredible people in the community. No, my son is very excited about that, and I think you know. I, do you have other questions? No, yeah, you know, I, I just wanted yeah, to thank Vice Deputy Mayor for coming on, and I have an idea. I think it would be neat, and it does, we would either invite you or we could you could recommend some others to us. Is that we every once in a while we have dedicated a show to tell a story about oh, driving shores. Idea. So it yeah. could be I don't know when, but we could have just sort of a time well, set it, aside for yeah. a bit of a story because that's what excites me. Is, yes. is I maybe history was wasn't the right class for me, but it was dusty books and whatever. That might excite other people, but I think the ways we tell stories now yes. or that you're, the way the Heritage Committee is looking mm-hmm. at is, is really it's refreshing. You're well, right. Well, it, also, it also, not to interrupt, but it, it lets you um, know the name of something. I'll give you two examples, and I know you're, you're trying to wrap up here because I talk too much. No, it's great. Um, I can edit okay. this. In, in <laughs> Southampton, um, the area just above um, uh, the North Dock um, is called Scubby's Point. Yeah. Why? Who's Scubby? Yeah. Um, some of us know that story, but not everybody. Another one that cracked me up a couple years ago, I spoke at the Girl Guides meeting about um, being involved in civics and um, civic life and heritage and that kind of thing. And I said something, I had a picture in my slideshow of um, the Sparks Hotel. And I said, oh, it's where Sparks's Corner is. Mm-hmm. And they all looked at me and I said, you guys don't know where Sparks's Corner is? And they're like, no. I said, it's the big bend between Southampton and Port Algon. Yeah. It's called Sparks's Corner. Well, not anymore. Oh, well, that's too bad. So there's interesting that's little sort of anecdotal stories about areas that you know some people yeah and if if we don't share that message it gets lost that's true right so it's good that you're there to tell those ladies that and and now next time they go around that bend that's what they'll remember and i I know jay wants to get out there and take a picture at one of the interpretive plaques yes um um i should a selfie or whatever yeah well however you want to take it jay (laughs) you know selfie or maybe you know take a picture of one of your kids or something um just if you send it in to heritage at soggingshores.ca we have five great lakes lighthouse encyclopedias and you know the marine heritage here is pretty cool and you know 
lighthouses are pretty cool in themselves. Yeah. So, oh, this is great. This is really exciting, and uh, thank you so much for coming in. Well, and, you're and welcome, Jay. I love the idea of the storytelling, storytelling, and learning about this stuff. And and it, this is refreshing, and it's exciting, and it's it's celebrating who the town of Sogging Shores was and is, and who we continue to be, who we plan to be. So, thanks so much for coming on the well, show. You're welcome, and uh, you, we'll, you, look, we'll look. You guys keep to up the good work. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yes, it, well, I mean, we say it so often. It was it was a great show. I mean, it was a great show. Yeah, so always we, is. <laughs> it, but we always want to remind you too that that uh, you can reach out to the show to us to to tell us what you think, to tell us what you want to hear about. Maybe it, maybe you there is a story about Soggy Shores you want to tell, and we would like to, we would love to hear that. Great so idea. Get a hold of us at podcast at or. Follow us on SoundCloud, uh, subscribe on iTunes, whatever. Rate and review us, because the more people uh, that do that, the more people get exposed to the show and the more people that will listen, hopefully. Yes, the more people that uh, will be informed on what we're up to at the time of Talking Shores. Thanks.